Hey, Internet. On today's show, we have some bad news for dinosaurs. We get armed with umbrellas just in case, a genital drawing simulator with guns, and a shmup RPG the tech has been hoping for for years. Grab your flashlights and slingshots. It's episode 18 of the Indie Game Riot. everybody, this is Josh and Yaa, and yes, this is episode 18 of the Indie Game Riot podcast. And uh, I do have to say, first of all, we have bad news for dinosaurs, Rev. I'm pretty yes! sure. I'm pretty sure dinosaurs have already known for a long, long time that bad news has come, or has came, no. it already came for them. No. In, in the they... form of volcanic ash. No, and it no. asked for well, no, I yeah. refuse to. I refuse to see your version of reality. Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know we were in 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 Vicodin land. No, no, we're in we're in we're in whiskey land. But also, whiskey. like dinosaurs are cool, and you know, there's not enough good games with dinosaurs in them. Yeah, not, the last you know the last one I played. Intent. The last one I played that was good, that was well decent. With dinosaurs was probably Turok on the N64. That was a decent yeah. version, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, how, how oh. are things going for you guys? <laughs> uh, well, I guess I think Rev went first last time, so I'll go. Um, this is this might make uh, Josh a little bit jealous, but uh, the other day I'm I jealous. was I I got home from class. This was this was on Thursday actually. I, I got home from class. A friend of mine rung me up on Skype. It's like, hey, let's go play some Heroes and Generals. Because that's a game that I've gotten into and I'm actually liking a lot. And then he, you know, throws in Josh, who's another friend of ours. And then Josh throws in someone from his, you know, gaming unit. They play like Arma 3 and all that. And he throws him in. And, you know, uh, we're playing. And then his friend goes, uh, hey, you sound like to me. He's like, you sound really familiar. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I just have one of those like familiar voices. Like, you know, I've been in your guys' team speak every, every once in a while. He was like. No, I think it's from something else. And then, you know, about three minutes goes by, and then he goes, wait, do you have a YouTube channel? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Did you? do you play Nomoria? And I'm like, yes, I do play Nomoria. And he's like, I subscribed to you about five months ago, and now I'm talking to you on Skype. This thing is like, this is crazy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so, like, Someone randomly found my videos, was also friends with a friend of mine, and um, was then talking. Like, that's the first fan I ever found. That feels, and it, that feels good a bit. It, it, it felt really, it actually felt really weird because, like, I was playing the game and, and then talking about, like, computer stuff. And then he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, a game that I played. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that game. Yeah, that was fun. It, it sucks that I had to emulate it. But I didn't tell him about any game ride. I was like, "Shit, I should have told him about any game." <laughs> well, that's where I thought you were going with it. I was like, "No, Are you no, no it, was, it, was, it was it was my it was my YouTube channel." Oh, but. well, yeah, that's still cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was. Now he's gonna stalk you. That's the best part. No, no, 
hurts you. Oh. We, we, we gain a very, very dedicated listener to Indie Game Riot. <laughs> <laughs> he, says, he says as he's tied to the chair with his knees broken. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie, Misery. Uh, well, how about you, Rev? Get to uh, Revin. <laughs> not, not much has been going on. Uh, I, I recorded a, a couple of really cool videos that our audience aren't going to see until uh, until later on. But uh, had a lot of fun with that. Planning out a couple of other videos that we might record. And uh, I, I, I told everybody before we before we went live with the stream uh, with the recording. So Josh and, and Techno. But uh, you know, I do. I, I, I like my whiskeys and my scotches and and my whiskeys. Whiskies, because uh, those are two different things. One of them's EY, and one of them's just Y. Um, yep. So two two different types of, of distillation, but uh, they don't like my house does not have any whiskey that I can drink that is in it. Um, so like I've got six bottles of whiskey sitting in my freezer. Unfortunately, it's all Fireball whiskey, which is cinnamon. Man, that burns really kill bad. Me. Though. I I've, well, I've had a. Uh, I don't know if it was Fireball, but it was something. They oh, Fire Water. That's what it was. That's a that, that's that that's a, a cinnamon liqueur, not oh, a. Excuse a me, I'm sorry. Get <laughs> your alcohols right. Um, <laughs> so like, I can't. I have all of this whiskey in my freezer that I can't drink, and I was like, oh, I, I haven't done a show while intoxicated in a little while. You know, building towards intoxication. But uh, so I'm like frantically digging around in our pantry looking for something that I can drink, and I've got like a plastic bottle full of crack and spiced rum. And then I look over, and one of my one of my former coworkers made a trip to Scotland for a wedding. And <laughs> I thought uh, you were gonna, he went to Scotland to get some booze. He went on a beer run. <laughs> <laughs> sent him on a sent him to on be, a on a that's that's usually what happens like my my uh my mom went to uh, northern ireland on vacation and the first thing like I, she told me she's like so your grandfather called me today i'm like oh yeah what did he want uh so he heard that he uh that i was going to ireland and he wired me some money and told me to get him some whiskey that's awesome that, that was nice. the entire conversation it's you're in ireland buy me whiskey in ireland <laughs> But uh, yeah, so anyways, my coworker gets back from Scotland. He gives everybody else. He's he like got him little like five dollar thing. Like, oh hey, here's a Celtic knot, uh, whatever. And uh, my my return gift from him was uh, I got four of those little uh, sample bottles of various whiskeys. So I'm about halfway through the Dwarves White Label, and after that, I think I'm gonna hit the Dwarves Blue Label 12 Year. And then I have some Cuddy Sark blended scotch. And then I have Aberfeldy. Scotch? Well. Scotch is an intro. I've had that once in my life. It's really smooth, though. I, I, I should have it more often. It's scotches and scotches are, are a lot of fun. You gotta you, you have to enjoy the aromatic taste yeah. to it. I was, was kind of I was half expecting you to just be like, I can't find anything, and then just grab some uh, mouthwash <laughs> rubbing alcohol. <laughs> you got your <laughs> <laughs> there, there was uh, a friend of mine and I like brewing beer together because brewing beer alone is kind of sad. And we, and we have I don't know if I've told well, that, about that's about the, that's what that's what separates the hillbillies from the from the <laughs> <laughs> from the microbreweries. The connoisseurs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we 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 decided that uh, eventually we will have an IPA because he doesn't really like IPAs. I love IPAs, but um, okay. this is uh, this is the ad that we wrote. Tired of drinking mouthwash for that special feeling on a Monday night under your box? Wash those carrots away with Almost Solvent IPA, where the first one sucks, but you won't feel the next three. 
Oh, that's awesome. Uh. Well, uh, how about uh, how about God? Yeah. I was gonna say how about you, Josh? Oh. But then I'm distracted by yeah, the IPA. Uh, I, I I can't drink IPAs. It tastes like I'm just like I'm swallowing a mouthful of pine needles. Try. Um, no. Okay. No. <laughs> I, I, I just I stick like, with lagers. I, I have had so many people that are like, no, you've got to try it. Like, I have probably had over 250 different IPAs, okay. and it's yeah. it's literally like I'm downing a mouthful of, of pine needles and, and, and dish soap. The pine saw lady just running her own microbrewery. <laughs> <laughs> so how about you, Josh? What are you up to? <laughs> I'm reading the chat. It just makes me laugh. I like it when people pull quotes out. I did because I like I don't really process them until I read them later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But just me. Um, I don't know. I've just I I've been I had such a lack of sleep lately. I'm so I'm so like um, I don't even know what planet I'm on. Earth, definitely. No, Probably no. Not. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, yeah. I mean, I I. Like it, it, even even on my days off, because I mean I had today off of work, and if so, everyone knows. Just so you can all like, I don't know, throw rocks at me or something. I I, I over I took a nap, and I overslept. So we was part of the reason we we're starting late. Um, so, but in my defense, I have babies, two. Well, one's a toddler, yeah. and uh, it's hot as shit. And I like even on my days off, there's always something. It's like a doctor's appointment today. I had to go to a funeral. It was like I don't know. It was uh, I don't know what sleep is anymore, guys. I don't know. Well, while you're all sleep depth, can I recommend that you watch a movie called Requiem for a Dream? No, it's, that's so what? No, I've I've watched it once in my life. It's really good when you're all sleep. No, it is not. That makes it, it's an amazing movie, anyways. But it's it really. Is. <laughs> it is a good movie, but that if I want to like you know hate my life for the next you know day, that that movie is so that movie is so depressing. Well, well, Josh, you know that uh, I think they make like pills for waking up and stuff. You mean Coffee. like caffeine pills? Yeah, sure. No dose. Um, oh, probably, uppers. You could probably get them in like injection form. <laughs> I knew you were going with it. Actually, I thought you were going to go with Requiem for a Dream since they drugs and everything but you know Uh-oh. any news ejection are you bored with the same old games yeah why then give yourself an indie news injection thanks indie games and this week on indie news injection the first thing we have to talk about is an unfortunate uh an unfortunate news news article uh that we found the dinosaurs are dead the dinosaurs are dead if you didn't know <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, I don't know. I forget what episode it was. Uh, was it like four? Uh, four? It was either four or ten because I remember Wizfish was on with us. And um, But basically, we talked about the game The Stomping Lands. And the game, just so you know, give a little bit of backstory. Uh, it, it was on Kickstarter, raised $110,000. Uh, everything was going well, and apparently the, the, de- the creator, Alex Fundora... I guess you call him. <laughs> I, I, Alex. I, is that his for real last name, Fundora? That sounds like a username. Um, but anyway, he. Uh, it seems like, for all intents and purposes, that he's abandoned the game. Uh, it was slowly, it was quietly pulled from Steam Early Access. Um, no updates have been given. There's been no like 
uh, back and forth between the the company and, and fans and everything like that. Um, Supercrit is his company, by the way. Supercrit, I should mention that. And the last thing that you really heard about, they were planning on moving the game to Unreal Engine 4 um, you know, to advance it further because Unreal is a pretty good engine. Um, but nothing. Nothing has happened, and then now all of a sudden it's gone off of Steam. Well, well, and their well, website is basically down. Yeah, that too. The, there, there was a little bit of other stuff. Like the, the Alex had been making comments on on Twitter and stuff like that. That he had some he had some real life stuff that was kicking his ass, and then he made the decision to move to Unreal Four. And I'm like, in general, I'd be okay with this, but the game was it was already amazing. They had no need to do that, and like we we've seen it in we've seen it even in the AAA scene that you know when when you suddenly decide you know that close to release oh yeah we're just going to redo the entire game in a different engine it's kind of like driving the nail in the coffin regardless yeah. of any other issue that that was facing it like, like what was uh uh duke nukem forever uh well, that took like how like how many years was, like 18 years yeah, or, no 12 years yeah i think it was 12 but but they you know the Part of part of why is because they would be working on it, and then a new engine would come out, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's amazing!" And so they would work on that engine, and like, like it was it was one of those things where it just uh, everything all built up. I I feel bad because we promoted this game, and it's still an amazing game, and we can't get it anymore. Yeah, well, and if you did buy it, just so you know, you, you are still going to be able to play it on Steam. It's still there. It's just that. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't buy it, then then you're SOL. Um, yeah, it's not going to get any more updates. Yeah. So I mean, that we know of that we know yeah. of, and with well that we know of, and and with this news though, I can't imagine that the servers are going to be full. Um, so and we're kind of we're kind of swallowing our pride a bit because we had uh, a pretty good run since the beginning of promoting games that we were sure. You know, we were pretty sure that we we're gonna stick around. We thought this was gonna be yeah. one of them, and unfortunately, not. Not. I think that's. I think that's a big problem with these kind of big open world multiplayer games too, with how much that goes into it. Yeah. So that's it's risky in the first place. So um, I kind of feel the need to apologize just for us. <laughs> um, well, I mean, no. it's not really apologize because I mean, we we legitimately thought it was a good game, and it, it is a good game, and, um, it, and it had a lot of really good press. I mean, like if you if you search YouTube for. I think, uh, you know, friggin' the stomping grounds. Like you will find videos from very prolific YouTubers. Like uh, yeah. uh, I know vintage. I think Vintage Beef did one. Um, off the top of my head, there are like a lot of there. There's a lot of like big high. You know, it just uh, it's just uh, it's kind of like you had this good run going, and then it's like oh. Yeah. So, but at the same it's like, time, it's like accidents in a worse pl- workplace. You know what I mean? We're like hey, it's been it's been how many weeks? Days. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at the same time, though, we did feature it in our Peep Show segment, which, uh, for those that, runs that risk follow us, show. There, it does run the risk. These are games that are up and coming that aren't at a full release yet that we think are awesome and exciting, and we can't wait for them ourselves. And so it's any, it's just like anything else out there that, you know, investment or playing the stock market or whatever, there's a chance that you're going to get hosed by it. And yeah. if you already yeah. bought... Like like Josh said, if you already bought it, you're still going to be able to play it. It's just I won't be able to play it, and that makes me sad. Yeah. Do you guys remember how much it was selling? Was it like was it twenty bucks? 
I, I think it was like 18, 18 or 19. Yeah, so it was around 20 bucks. Um, <laughs> I also think that, um, I, I, again, this is speculation. Basically, everything about this game currently, because there's been no news on it and the website's down, it's all sort of speculation. Um, but you sort of have a, you sort of have to have to think about these games that are especially uh, pushed by the community and, and the community has a lot of input. Um, when having a lot of good ideas, like implementing a better engine or oh you know add this add that, all of a sudden puts a game into development hell. A lot of a lot yeah. of a lot of pressure. Yeah. And then all of your investors are like, we're going to sue you because you're not holding up your end of the bargain. And then you miss dates because you have family issues. And then all of a sudden, everything's going down. Uh, try to figure out what you can salvage from this. Pull it off of Steam. Um, and uh, I, I'm from from the sounds of it, I would assume. I mean, I, I'm, I might be wrong, but I would assume it's it's something to do with. Uh, something that's kind of depressing him a bit uh, I don't know if he has depression but he, he may may be depressing him currently whatever is going on and it's like I want to be sympathetic and I am sympathetic towards that but at the same time I feel like if you dump that amount of money from, from, from your fans mind you you kind of feel- have an obligation and it's hard for me it's I, hard I, for I, me to, to, to forgive it I think that though like if that were the problem at least you know, hindsight 2020. And, you know, if I was a developer, um, but like if I was doing that, I, w- I would probably try my hardest to find somebody else to work on it. Like Take give the, be, like be like, Hey, buy this project from me. Like this is going this, the, here, the, the stats, like just, just take it from me, do it. I can't handle this right and, now. And if it's not a money issue, then yeah. you, what you could do is, is, you know, maybe hire someone to just take over for, for, however long you need yeah exactly you know hire, hire a developer well it, that, that is a that is a possibility something something that i caught uh as i was researching for this story because i've i i was really looking forward to this game i really was and uh something that that kind of came up was uh the pr manager for Supercrit uh was uh apparently a freelancer and his contract expired may 31st which is uh about well, about the the time period that uh, we stopped getting updates to the game, and that's also about the same time that the developer, when when Alex was saying he had some personal stuff going on. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not upset. Like, okay, I'm frustrated that the game's no longer available to me, but uh, I'm not. I I don't see it as being a bad thing. It, I don't. I'm not getting one of those creepy vibes off of the you know Earth 2066. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just completely scammy and all that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not getting that feeling off of this based on based on Alex's comments beforehand and, and in the build up to the lack of de- development. Uh I'm I'm getting much more of a no, there's something going on in his in his non-developer life that that's kind of taken priority. Whatever that is. I and I don't I don't know, I don't care, I don't want to speculate. But I hope everything is going well, and that this is just a hiccup at the moment. Yeah. Well, and he had he did say uh, in an August interview that uh, he it was still in development despite lack of you know communication and all updates. that. Yeah. Uh, that could have just been him too, like saying yeah 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 still in development. Yeah. When he wasn't really quite sure, but he wanted to make you know put up a front. But I mean, uh, I, let me say that I think speaking for all of us in the, in the game, right, uh, Alex, if you're 
if you happen to just be listening, uh, we hope that everything is, is, is starting to go better for you or will eventually soon. Um, and I hope you haven't given up on the stopping land. And, uh, but I think uh, now's a good time as any to move on to from, from, from a game uh, that, is, that is ending and in, in potentially stopping. Uh, switch that. Stopping and potentially ending. <laughs> and uh, to a game uh, company who is maybe coming out with their, their fourth game. Yeah, it's called it's called Game Four, Game Game Four. Game Four. Uh, I, actually, it's not. Uh, it, it hasn't been named yet, but uh, they're calling it Game Four. Uh, there was uh, there was this group of people. They did uh, they did a little thing called uh, Castle Crashers, and uh, there was a game we talked about not too long ago called uh, what was it Battle Block Theater, and uh, you know they they've apparently got another game there called Game Four at the moment that is not a sequel it's kind of the same they went with very similar art style very similar well, time frame the the art style i think in all their games is one it's it's kind of their their signature um See, and also the the co-founder of the behemoth one one being tom falp who does a lot he, he's a fantastic programmer um yeah. the other guy dan paladin who this is the art style that you're seeing is his art style um, See, he, I there was enough of a distinction between between uh, uh, Battle Block and Castle Crashers that if it hadn't been made clear to me that it was the same developers, I would not have made that assumption. Really? Like, like yeah, uh, they're. I, it's very similar. I, I, think, I think that uh, I think that uh, Josh and I's background in it, and and True. Knowing, I think maybe we've knowing the, the the art style like probably gave us a little bit more of a heads up on that. Yeah, and, and uh, inevitably, in our live uh, audience mentioned a sort of newgroundsy, sort of cartoony aesthetic. Well, that's because Tom Falp is, uh, and Dan Paladin, as a matter of fact, uh, Tom Falp is the founder of Newgrounds. Dan Paladin, uh, they've known each other through Newgrounds because Dan Paladin was like one of the original like big names on Newgrounds as far as cartoons go. He made, um, uh, if you if you recognize the game, or the the uh, yeah game Dad and Me. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Dad yeah. and me. That's that's his. That's Dan Paladin's. And again, similar art style. The boxy heads and the blank, uh, special looking lots, faces. Lots of uh, white. Yeah, lots of white and and, but it, and I think it plays into their humor that they add into the, the you know the whole charm of the Behemoth in their games. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, go ahead. So, go, Sorry. Going on with game game four. We we don't know a whole lot about it. It it. It's a uh, it's a hex based. It was it was viewable at PAX, so uh, Inevitoria might have seen it. But uh, and if so, that's yet another reason why I still like you, but want you to die. Um, but uh, it, it's kind of an RPG, uh, a, a, an RPG type deal, and uh, it, it, it basically. The, the story that we know so far is that a space bear has crashed onto your planet and nothing has been the same since. So it, it really don't have a whole lot of, uh, of news on it, but it is on a hex grid. Uh, it's definitely in that, that, um, that, that new Groundsian art style. And uh, it, it also has a bit of a, uh, I want to say, Catan or Risk feel to it. I was, was going to say it looks tactic, tactical to me. It's kind of like yeah. the hex also reminds me of like civ, like Civilization. Yeah, yeah very um, much and you know, and it's very tactical looking, and it, it that's what really makes me excited about this because I first of all, 
Um, they have three, not including their mobile uh, games, but they have three console titles, Alien Hominid, um, Castle Crashers, and Battleblock Theater. And uh, all of them have been side-scrolling, uh, two of them platforms, well, one was a one was a side-scrolling. Uh, Wait, what do you they call did it? Alien Hominid too? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez, where the hell have I been? Okay. Yeah. Alien on. Hominid. <laughs> uh, Alien Hominid was actually originally on Newgrounds and Tom Fal- yeah. no, it was Tom Falp's thing, and then he ended up uh, putting it on uh, like Ninte- uh, on Game Boy, and then it was on uh, Xbox Live and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, <sighs> a long time ago. If you know, like this is this is a very different uh, kind of game that they're getting into because um, yeah. everything else has been like two D side scrolling with um, Alien Hominid was like a, a an action adventure. Um, Castle Crashers was a, a beat 'em up <clears throat> side scroll. Man, I'm going through puberty again apparently. And <laughs> uh, and then uh, Battle Block Theater is a, a, a platformer, I guess for all. It's a it's right. a racing platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's it's nice to see this, and I'm really excited about this because I love I love strategy games, love them. Strategy yeah, RPG, that's what it looks strategy like. Strategy RPG. Not only not only do you have the hex map for for battles, um, but you also like you can go around the the world map looking for quests as well yeah. in real time. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, a turn based type deal. Real time uh, strategy RPG. Okay, so are the <laughs> battles real time on the hex? Uh, not sure, but it, right. it's yeah. It, I think it's it's not real time on the no. hex. I think it's a turn base. Okay. Do um, you want me to go for it up here? I don't. I don't care. No. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, I know that sounds really bad. Like, I'm gonna try to be like a cynical asshole here, but it's like I like personally, uh, I I really like real time strategy. And then as soon as you give me a hex and turns. I just like my my brain sort of turns off, my eyes roll into the back of my head, and my like spine rolls out from under me. So everyone listening like, right now, uh, Tekido's Twitter is Tekido <laughs> underscore. <laughs> Go ahead, feel free to to I, blow like, up his Twitter. Like I'm not I'm not saying that it looks bad. Like I, I think that the fact that it is a hex based game that you don't see a lot of you, you don't see that a lot anymore. Um, the strategy from you know what they've come out is going to be actually very important. Well, let me let me ask you, Tech. Did you like or have have you played and did you like games like Final Fantasy Tactics or Fire Emblem or um, anything like that? No, nah, I wasn't really crazy about them. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's 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 a me thing. It's not a game thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's not you. It's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, you know, like with the humor and the and the art style and the variation of everything and the fact that like uh, when, when you guys were talking about like, oh, yeah, you know, once I learned that there was more of an open world where you can go around looking for quests like that, that part then was sort of like, a, oh, so maybe this will be like a, a Dungeons and Dragons Heroes on the Xbox sort of adventure where uh, you have multiple things you have to go to. But um, I, I'm not a an SRPG kind of guy. And uh, uh- so so hold your hold your hold your fire on that one for now because I don't have uh, I don't have confirmation on that I, I, in all of the articles. Yeah, it's it's very up in the air. I could actually end up playing oh, this and like it no. has changed my mind. J- just kidding. I I, I found a, another sentence. It's a turn-based <laughs> strategy role-playing game. I with found. The style. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I found another game. sentence in this article. <laughs> I I like RPGs. I don't like turn-based and. Well, well it's, it's the, the com- 
it's turn-based. Yeah, no, that's true. Right. I will say that I enjoy Final Fantasy games, not Final Fantasy Tactics, but, like, I enjoyed... I mean, even still, like, turn-based doesn't, like, you know, get me doesn't super... Yeah. But that's just me. It looks really cool. That's why we're talking about it. Like, yep. you know, just... So, they haven't... Uh, <laughs> they don't have a development time cycle yet. They're, they aren't committing to a release date. Um... Uh, other than to say it's definitely not coming out this year, but uh, they are going to be releasing it on the X-Bone and on Steam, and they have said it shouldn't be as long of a wait as their previous games have been. And as I'm reading this article, I see in, this, in, this, in the sidebar another article that, that was born from, or another game that was born from Newgrounds that's getting uh, a sequel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Binding Maybe. of Isaac Rebirth. Won't yeah. go into it, but that, that, that's just an FYI for you all. If you like Binding yeah. of Isaac, that is coming out in November. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, going from new things from a from a company to new things from a company. Yeah. Damn. Uh, Minecraft. Everyone plays Minecraft. Minecraft one of the best selling games of all time. Fuck that game. Wow. <laughs> it 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 just got an update. Uh, the one point eight update. Which is weird because I swear that they've already had a Minecraft 1.8 update because I've been playing this damn thing for like. Well, it took five for a, no, it took a while for 1.8 to come out. It did. 1.0 only came out like nine months ago, so I don't know what well, you're griping about. But see, well, b- b- before 1.0, there was like 1.8 beta, and then there was 1.8 alpha, and it's like oh, <laughs> numbers like alpha. Like, alpha become, comes before beta. Their tech. Well, no, I know, but uh, so anyway, the it, it is called the Bountiful update. And uh, basically, if if you've been living under a rock in terms of Minecraft, if you have any servers, update them. Throw every single second of work that you have on these huge servers because you're going to want to generate new terrain to get new rock types, three new rock types, uh, new doors, bunnies, a uh, bunch of other stuff. A couple, uh, couple of new mobs. And just so you know, those rocks, at least at this point, are pretty useless. Um, yeah. They're, they're uh, more for aesthetic it's, it's, purposes. Yeah, it's andesite, diorite, and granite. Uh, andesite and diorite are more of like a gray tone, and then granite, um, it's a sort of a love it or hate it sort of orange baked bean sort of color. I like it. I think it's cool. I think it adds. It, it, well, you, you know, can polish it, it and then, you can't. Yes, and and you can get polished. But I think the uh, the textures need to be updated. Uh, that's one thing that everyone's been asking for. And you know, they update textures every now and then. Look back um, at. Uh, alpha versions of minecraft but you also have uh banners uh different colored doors depending on the uh type of wood that you you uh you use you have different color fences um like like josh said new mobs uh the mobs uh, well let's just list the mobs real quick endermites yep which um, uh happen every single time or uh there's a percentage chance that they spawn if an enderman teleports and there's a percentage chance they spawn if you throw an ender pearl and teleport uh guardians Guardians spawn inside water temples that only show up sometimes. Those are in- actually pretty scary. I've seen. I've seen. Oh that. my! I have a. I actually have a Minecraft server for a few uh, friends of mine, and um, and we're not even invited. I see. <laughs> we we, <laughs> we tried to attack a water temple, and I mean I was doing okay because I sort of knew what was what was going on, but they they heard it and like ooh water temple, and then like they didn't know what the guardians did. The guardians shoot like this laser thing, and they didn't know that there was going to be this huge thing scaring them in the whole thing, and. We all we all had you know depth strider boots and respiration helmets and water breathing potions, but they were just like dying all over the place. And I'm like, maybe this wasn't such a good idea. And then uh, elder guardians. Oh yeah, those are the um, uh, you mentioned bosses. them actually. Yeah, yeah. The guys so the, the bosses in the water temples. Uh, um, 
Oh, and they also um, implemented sponges in survival. So now, uh, without going through creative, you can actually access sponges uh, from the water temples. You can. There are also new block types from the water temples that are. Uh, you can get lamps, and then two other sort of corally blue um, blocks that they have there that you can make out of the remnants of guardians. Um, among other many. <laughs> Cool I too love to make lamps out of my fallen foes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bring but me they, the skull of an enemy in a light bulb. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that they added, though, uh, which is sort of uh, a, a more subtle, is they added more command block features. Um, so if you don't know, Minecraft has command blocks that can only be accessed through the creative mode, but you can't even really access through them through creative mode. You actually have to type in a code and spawn them in for yourself. Uh, but they added uh, new features like... Um, uh, at E, which targets entities, you can get um, block data and clone and fill and execute and particle and replace item and all this other stuff that command blocks couldn't do, but everybody wanted them to do. You can also use them to generate text in front of your face um, that actually like appears in front, not just in the chat, but you know appears in a specific font and sizes and whatnot in front of users. Um, and so that's a lot of awesome uh, features that are given to either creative uh, creative types that make custom apps or people who are in charge of servers who want to do stuff. I used these new um, uh, command block commands for a quest that I put somebody on my server on to go around and if he could defeat the final boss of this uh, of this quest, he got a really cool bow and a uh, uh, a horse, like an undead horse that isn't technically in the game. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah there's... Uh, there's also, by the way, just some interesting things too, is that they've added a lot more customizable uh, yep. things as far as your skin goes. Yep. Um, slime box. And I just... I, I don't know if this was this update or what, but um, Minecraft Realms talking about servers. Was yeah. that around already? Uh, that that was, um, but I, I, think, I think it already was around. Okay, I think it was, and they added it sort of in a in a hot fix or something. Yeah, I never it, noticed, it, but now you can get your yeah. like an actual legit Minecraft server from Minecraft yep. uh, from Mojang for thirteen bucks a month, which is a really good price. Uh, you know what? I'm shit about any of this though. Why? I played on Xbox Arcade, and we're not going to get an update. Like we just had an update six months ago, so yeah. I'm not going to get an update for this for a long time. <laughs> that's why I don't play on console. Um, so that that was really cool that I totally forgot. Um, there was slime blocks. There was blocks. Um, nope, I can't seem to. It was a. It was a more subtle. Oh yeah. Um, they also allowed. Uh, they now have a feature for multi-threading your uh, processor, so that you can have um, a faster running Minecraft. So if you have a multi uh, core processor, which I think everybody does now, mm-hmm. um, unless you're an enthusiast building a, a new Pentium 4. Um, <laughs> so they have that, and they also added a 32 chunk render distance. The original, I think, I think it at, uh, before this update, it was like 16, and so they doubled it to 32, and that's the farthest you've ever been able to see in Minecraft. I have a beefy computer, and it it, it can't handle it. <laughs> huh. Like, uh, like I have a like a relatively nice computer, and with multi-threading, putting more RAM onto it, over you know overclock process and all that, it, it still like chugs along. Um, but being able to see 
super far just is so much fun. So uh, it's also been more better optimized. Oh, and armor stance. Just, you know. I can, I can attest to the optimization because I was playing that and it was running like butter yeah. on my computer. And I usually have, for some reason, because I have a laptop for this, and I was playing it and usually my laptop like tends to... I don't know. It, it's it gets pretty choppy often, and since this update, I've been like, it's just been whoo, smooth sailing. Yeah. So uh, for more information, if if you want to know more about Minecraft 1.8, uh, there's going to be a link in the description. There's a lot that we didn't talk about, obviously, because it's a huge update. You know how Mojang is with updates. Uh, Rev, I'm sorry. I really it's am. Okay. It makes me it makes me wonder though, uh, from because this is 1.8. They, there's only point twos, like two points left. Until they yeah. get to 2.0. And when what is 2.0 going to be like? Uh, I, I kind of hope they don't release a new one because I don't have to buy another one. Well, I don't think it'll be new. I just think... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it just makes me wonder. But anyway... At this point, it is a whole new game that you should restart. You know what's not a whole new game, but it's still good and we're going to talk about it anyway? What's that, Josh? It's the thing that we're talking about on starting the riot. Huh? All right, guys, this week on Starting the Riot, we have an oldie but a goodie, um, and uh, that one is ROR, Risk of Rain. Hence the, you know, I'm armed with a, uh, an umbrella just in case. I can be funny. Shut up. And, uh, <laughs> I actually just got that. <laughs> Wait, legitimately? Uh, or? Yeah, no, like I heard it in the intro, and now I, I, now I, act, it, I just connect. <laughs> Welcome to the indie game, Riot. <laughs> <laughs> where people where everybody's the jokes slow. we talk about th- three segments before are the ones we laugh at three segments later. <laughs> where our brains are catching up with our mouths. And how. So I said this is kind of an oldie. Uh, it's not super old like some of the games that we've featured before. This one is uh, is actually came out in uh, 2013 and uh, is available either on through Steam or directly through the company. Uh, it was a absolutely awesome, fun little game. Now, th- here's mechanically it has some of the coolest one of the coolest mechanics that i have ever encountered in all of my years of gaming and that mechanic is the longer it takes your happy ass to get through a level the harder it gets so you can start out on very easy and there's like 15 characters that you can choose from as you unlock them i think i've got like six myself and uh the engineer by the way is the shit and uh so, like, you, you go through and you, there's, like, five or six, maybe seven levels, and then there's, like, the boss level. And don't ask me what the story is because I have no idea. Uh, I just I run around in my pixelated form and I blow the hell out of monsters and it's a lot of fun. Uh, but as you take time, like, your, your goal is to find the teleporter to go to the next level and then that one to the next and then to the boss level. Cool. Um, you gather up items which can stack... And they have things like enemies drop more gold and stuff like that. And that all transfers over to each individual level. Um, And the difficulty just slowly and gradually increases. So if you're trying to farm out a whole bunch of gold so that you can unlock some chests so that you can get those items, uh, if you take too long, you get screwed. Because all of a sudden you're on insane difficulty and you're only on the second level. And uh, you started out on very easy. Not that I have done that more than once. <laughs> so, like, like it, really, it, it really is one of those uh, 
graphically, it's not a whole lot to look at. Uh, it is it is kind of uh, it is kind of drab, I'll say. Um, I, and, and that's that that's not even just me with my own personal, you know, being a monochromat saying it's drab. It it's fairly drab. It, it's grays and dark blues and browns and like that. That's I'll really say. about it. And a little bit of purple. Yeah. <laughs> So like like and you're literally you're just running around jumping from platform to platform. It's like a it's kind of like a, a puzzle, not even really a puzzle. It's a it's a shoot 'em up slash platformer. And the the list of items that they have in this game is ginormous. Like there's an entire wiki of just the items. There there's some like hundred or so items that they have and each of them does something different you know there's a they all stack you have usable ones like the the golden key if you can find that that will save you so much money in the long run uh and, and uh it unlocks all chess in the uh in the level so you can just run over and grab the items without spending money and uh no it's tons of fun i've probably dropped uh i want to say about 10 hours or so into this playing through on the different classes uh you start off with just the one uh you know the commando he can shoot things and he can roll and he can throw a grenade and that's all he can do and then can you have testosterone yeah it's much it but uh and like your 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 powers are limited you only have four combat options each character has four combat options um most of them cannot move while firing but some of them their firing animation and whatnot alternates fast enough that you can almost move um the sniper uh is a lot of fun but it's by far very very difficult because you only get one shot and you have to reload in between each shot so pull your trigger, pull your trigger again to reload. Pull your, and it, and that one has a uh, gears, uh, gears of War feel to it. So like if you time your reload, you do more damage the next time. So lots of variation, lots of... I've only beaten the game once. Um, and I've come close three or four times. But by the time I usually get to the, the end boss, it's usually at the, the super hard or the so insane difficulty. Is it like... Is it split up into levels or is it a constant playthrough as far as you can get type of thing it's a it's a constant playthrough that's split up into levels so like you start off your 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 space pod lands you know crashes on this planet and you find the teleporter you know go around you got to kill things when you find the teleporter you have to survive for 90 seconds and a boss gets summoned so kill the boss kill all the other enemies that are on the map survive the 90 seconds and then you can teleport out which is cool at all everything that you've gathered up all of your items carry over to the next section of the of the game uh your gold your your money gets altered into experience and and you know, you, you can level up that way. And you go through each level, you find the teleporters, and then you hit the big boss, and the big boss is ridiculous. Like, he's one of those he's one of those Zelda bosses that has, like, nine stages. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> like, not really, that's slight hyperbole. He's only, he's only got, like, four. You fight him, and then, like, and he's got, like, 40,000 uh, hit points. And then he alternates into like these two robo snakes that shoot missiles and lasers at you and they've got like 50,000 HP and you kill them combined uh, you kill them and then it's him with 60,000 HP plus his demonic shadow the, yeah like it, it's ridiculous and it takes so yeah. damn long is, if you're not prepped 
th- th- this game also, uh, what what some people don't look at it as, but it's a great like co-op game or a party game if you, yeah. you know, don't have friends. Um, <laughs> like, like I remember there there when when this game came out, I had I had guys in my outfit. Just like oh, they they played Risk of Rain for like a week, and that's all they played. It's like Risk of Rain, yeah, Risk of Rain. Oh my god! Oh, there's a boss. Oh crap! Oh, it's it's on insane difficulty, and we're dead. Restart. <laughs> but yeah, like, no, it's yeah. Way the call mechanics are, are very good. Like if if this if you have a friend who has this game, play with that friend. It'll you will not be disappointed. Indie game ride. Play with friends. Yeah, <laughs> really good slogan. Um, and just uh, this game, this game is not actually new, uh, which is what, what uh, I mentioned. I, I don't know. I forget if I mentioned that outside of the recording yeah. or not. But uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, it's not new, but it it still um, gets updates. They're actually the last thing they have a blog uh, that they updated in July at the end of July. Um, yep. Fixing bugs and and I guess they're working on ports for Mac and Linux. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yep. And, and we'll PlayStation as well. PSN, it looks like. Yeah. So. Oh, and they added two new classes and ten new items. Or they're going to. Yep. There you go. It's gonna be fun. Um. <laughs> any any questions on this one? Uh, what does really. Risk of Rain have to do with the game? Uh. Like I said, don't ask me about the story. Figure <laughs> <laughs> that one out yourself, guys. Yeah, I, I don't understand the title to the to to the game. Um, it's, like the, it's the, the bits of the story that I do know is that your ship was was damaged in transit and crashed, and that's was about as far as I know. It's artsy. That's why. Um, but uh, developed by. Hopo Games or Hapu or Hopu. Hopu. Hopu Games. Uh, two students from the University of Washington, Paul Morris and Duncan Drummond. Um, and uh, Chris Christadolu, Christadulu, uh does the music for it. And that is one thing that I did want to mention that I hadn't yet. Dear God in Heaven, the soundtrack is amazing. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it re- like I, I've I had to play it muted for for the first like four and a half hours that I was playing because uh, we were watching television out in the living room and uh, and you turned it on your mind was blown it really was like it changes the entire game you have no idea great graphics phenomenal yep. music risk of rain risk well, of rain check it out and it's at, like it's like fifteen bucks at the risk of stretching out this uh, segment. <laughs> Uh, I think we should do our due process and move on to Peep Show. Please give all your attention to Early Access. And this week on Peep Show, quit interrupting me, guys, because it's due process... (laughs) Due Process is the game, and uh, for those of you who don't know what Due Process is, which is probably most of you because it's an early alpha, um, Due Process is not really pretty to look at, i got to be honest. It's all cubicle, and uh, the graphics are pretty shit. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so people said that about Minecraft. What's cool about it, though, is the actual concept. Um, basically, it's a multiplayer central game, and uh, there are two teams... 
And if you go onto their website, which link will be in the description, you'll see um, they, they splice together a video of the two teams um, planning out their attack. So one team has to attack and infiltrate a building and kill everyone. The other team has to defend that building. Um, and the, the maps are different every time, I believe. Uh, I think. Maybe not. I don't they, know. they will be, but at the moment, uh, they only have a couple of right. them. Okay, so there you go. So, uh, because it's early access, they only have a couple maps. But, um, basically, you go through a, pan- a, a planning stage, so both teams get a chance to, like, huddle up. Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. You're going to, you guys go here. And you can, like, they even have, like, a little thing where you can all see and draw on the map. Arrows, circles, X's, so you can plan out Gen- whatever you're doing. Yeah, yep. there you go. And um, they spliced it together, and you can tell, like... They said this is actual gameplay footage of them planning out, and it was weird because they, when they spliced it together, they were literally like plan- one. The, the team was planning, and the defender, the defending team was counter planning, and they're like, the, the the attacking team was like, okay, you're gonna breach this wall here, and then would split to the other, uh, the other team's planning. You know, if they were smart, they'd breach this wall, but they might be expecting us to expect that. So you know, what I mean? <laughs> so it was pretty cool to see that. Um, this is one of those games that it's, it's so early and it's so. It was done. It was done. We mentioned uh, it, it was done in a uh, seven-day game jam, um, and so this is very like thrown together at the at the moment. But even for something that was just done in a game jam, and they decided to to flesh it out, and for not much progress on it just yet, it's it's the gameplay is already really fun. Um, just the fact that you can have fun uh, screwing with the other team and. You feel like a badass planning yeah. out everything, and and there's a lot of um, functionality built in already. Like it, it's not just oh yeah, you can blow up a door and you know assault through here. Like it, not only is are the at least the levels currently like very much like cover based tactical uh, shooter, but you also have different objectives. Like oh, you need to cut the power, or you can blow walls instead of doors, and you can kick in doors if someone's trying to breach, uh, do a breach charge, and you kill the demo man. And um, all, all these things are, are always very, um, uh, pl- it, it's planned out, but it's not like uh, it's definitely not slow. It's it's very much like seat of your pants, like like get get the guns, they're coming. You know, nobody slow down. This is you know, it's us or it, them. It, it's it's if if you remember back in the day. Uh, there was a, a really cool. Wow, I just stood up and whiskey hit me hard. Um, if you <laughs> if you remember back in the day, uh, there was this really cool game called uh, Rainbow Six. Yep, very similar overtones to that. I was gonna I was gonna uh, mention that actually. They said that that Due Process is a an alpha love letter to tactical shooters like SWAT and Rainbow Six. Um, so if you're into those things, you might you might really enjoy this. Um, and then. Basically, what happens? It, you like you mentioned charges. You can use other tools too, like riot shields and night vision, um, and basically smoke grenades. Yeah, and after you plan and go in for for the breach and everything like that, it's it's kind of like pumping up for a big game. Like I don't know how many of you listening. Uh, I don't think Rev and Tech would know what I'm talking about, but I don't know how many of you listening have been a part of a sports team. But there's that moment right before a game where you're in the locker room and you're just kind of like getting like pumped up and ready. To go like run out into the field and get this, you know, start it. And no, I, kinda, I got high school. Oh, well, there, yeah. I kind of, <laughs> well, I kind of, I kind of got that feeling from this game because like you're done planning and like everyone's like standing like where they need to be, like, 
countdown to you know, game taking, start. Yeah. yeah, they're like taking deep breaths, like here we go, here we go. Um, and at that feeling, you know, you're just getting pumped up like that. It's really cool to me that that a game can do that to you. Um, and then uh, there was something else I was going to mention. Oh, and then it's like the when it actually happens, it's so fast. And you're just like, blah, 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 things are exploding, it's like hectic, and everyone's going crazy. And it ends, like, even though it ends so quickly, it was all worth it. Just like, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, no, I, the, to, to explain the, the genital drawing simulator uh, joke, because I, I, somebody sent me a message and was like, I, I, you've said it a couple of times now, I don't get it. So <laughs> in the map planning phase, they've got a couple of videos that they've posted of other people playing their game. And uh, both teams, uh, like uh, it, it, as Josh was saying, it's switching between both teams as they're drawing out their plans and, you know, arrows going here and whatnot. And uh, blue team, somebody drew a oversized male genitalia and then like a couple of minutes later it switches back over to the red team's perspective and there is uh female genitalia <laughs> like so it's it, it's it's genitalia drawing simulator with guns <laughs> there you go anything wrong with that nope nope um and the developer is giant enemy crab based in washington seattle Seattle, Washington, and they're planning. Uh, it looks like they're planning on releasing it March 2015, but there's no price point yet. Um, basically, uh, it says the planning interface is really easy. Um, they got the tools. I mentioned that it's very blocky, and there's a lot of placeholder art. They said, but if you can get past that, it's it's the gameplay in itself is just too fun. I, I, to Josh, I think you're giving it a little bit of a hard time. Like, yes, all the graphics kind of you know aren't that great. But I mean, it's got a very um, super hot sort of feel to I it. I was going to say. Like, well, no, that's why I was thinking too. And I'm not giving it a hard time. I'm just yeah, mentioning yeah. the fact. Yep, you're right. It does not look great. But I mean, the lighting, the lighting engine looks good. The 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 level design looks oh, good. Oh yeah, that's cool too. Like you can uh, one of those things that when you're in your planning phase, you start off in a little weapons room, and like all the weapons are like lined up on the wall, like like in a badass yep. way and yeah. just, you get to like hmm, do I want this gun no, put it think, back think the scene from the matrix yeah. yeah or um the the scene from um the the first um boondock saints oh yeah yeah it's yeah. in a room and it's just guns and knives and fun toys <laughs> so uh any other questions about due process I want yes, so the developers send us a, uh, a couple of copies. You know, well, just free. That's all we need. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, it's early alpha. They, they could send us an early alpha. You, it's, 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 it's invite only, so... Yeah, yeah. well, why don't you contact them? Be like, hey, man. I'm planning yeah, on it. Do it. I, I think that this would be a great, like, game to have, uh, like, like, a play, like, an indie game Riot plays due process. You can invite some fans. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome, yeah. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, um, you know what else has shooters? And I, I don't know why. I don't know. I keep, I, keep, I keep slipping into a Christopher Walken sounding voice. I don't know. Brought to you by Christopher Walken. Brought to you by Domino's. I'll Terrible. stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Terrible. Anyway. Uh, free fun. <laughs> yeah, what well, he said, free fun. Who doesn't like space pirates? Me. Really? No, I this don't know. Week on, <laughs> this week on free fun, we have a game that is uh, that has has been lost to me for three years. Back in 2011, I was browsing Newgrounds, 
and I saw this game that had a pretty high rating, and I clicked it, and I ended up playing it for four hours straight. That game was RPG shooter colon Starwish. This game is a shmup, kind of. It is part shmup, part uh, uh, playable novel, part RPG, and my God, is it one of the largest free uh, browser-based games I have ever seen. You know that when a game comes out and you open it up on your browser and it has a save button, you know you're probably in for either a really good time or a really bad time. And through all the campy, weird writing that this game actually has and all the, let's be honest, bad naming of all the characters, the writing is relatively good. The shmup aspect of it is great. You have income, you have power-ups. The the actual shmup aspect, which is basically the game part of the game, um, allows you to, a lot of shmups are like, oh, pick up upgrades, and now you have like all these guns and it's a bullet hell. Whereas this one, you slowly upgrade different, types of weapons that you have on your ship and can switch them out depending on what's going on. So you have uh, machine guns that fire slower but do more damage than your lasers, which fire very fast, and uh, the lasers that have been fired follow your ship so you can get things that are, like, hiding under a ridge on the other side of the ridge. You shoot, and you, like, duck down really fast, and it hits them for a few damage. You duck down again, and it hits them for more. Um, Then you have shotguns uh, for your primary weapon, so you have uh, machine guns, shotguns, and lasers for your primary weapons. You can get an upgrade that shoots behind you, but I don't like that one personally. Then you have bombs that shoot down, uh, bombs that shoot uh, in both in an arc uh, in front of you, uh, which I personally like playing as. And there's another bomb that um, uh, escapes my mind because, you know, it's a very long game and getting all the guns takes a really long time. I haven't beaten this game yet, um, but I did play it. After I found it, <laughs> I played it for about four hours. Uh, just sitting there, I'm like, yes, I remember all of this. This is I'm having such a good time, even though the writing is kind of kind of campy and the names are not very good. The, the main character's name is Deuce. Yeah, the main character's name is Deuce. Uh, you have a, an alcoholic panda named Swig. Um, there's your uh, <laughs> the, the the pirate captain of the of the ship that you that you're on is 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 called Granny. Um, but 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 really, it's it's actually it's actually really fun and. Um, uh, multiple endings, uh, so depending on what you do um, in the game, uh, you have multiple uh, endings. Uh, you also get to know a lot of the crew a lot more. You have a lot of interactions with them um, through the um, uh, what's it, the cafe where you only really have so much time, so you can only talk to certain crew members and get different sides of the story. So you sort of have to uh, sometimes... Yeah, exactly. And and some of the times, like, it gives you enough, like, it's always two. It's always you have enough time to talk to two people. And sometimes there are five people in the cafe, and sometimes there's one. Um, usually, like, the, it's it's a relatively linear game. If you've played it once, you, you've you've played it enough. Um, the there's all, There are two difficulties, normal and hard. Uh, normal is relatively easy. Uh, the boss fights are very fun uh the unfortunately there's no voice acting so be ready to read a lot um but i had i this game has brought me so much fun um that i would put it on i i have more fun playing this game like investing time in this game than i do knit stories and i love knit stories would you say that this game is larger than phonotopia um sorry i i don't know i it might be it <laughs> let's let's put it this way. I I started playing it about twenty minutes before uh, we went live, 
and you know various pauses for streaming purposes and all of that and when we started talking about it i flipped back and was still playing through it um i just met the uh some panda reeking of booze oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. swig yeah you haven't even you haven't even gotten to the first uh the first shmup fight yet no i literally <laughs> i'm walking down i'm in the main hangar and swig yeah. took a drink yep um <laughs> uh the alcoholic panda. <laughs> it's a children's cartoon. Swig <laughs> <laughs> the alcoholic yeah. and, and, and so, so yeah, it's ridiculous. And I, I showed this game to my girlfriend today, and, and she was, like, making fun of it, but, like, in a fun way. Like, it, it, you can't take this game too seriously because it is a little bit campy and it is a little bit weird. But if you have a few hours to kill and you want to get invested in a cool story um, that uh, is, is a little bit gender-specific, like, I feel like... Um, girls who play this game won't won't feel as much a connection to the main character um or they're not girls you're a, you're a middle-aged scruffy white guy named deuce like, yeah who's there's, the, who's there's the, not a lot of, there's there's not a lot of uh of female identification yeah. going on there but it's a, it's a free game online what are you what are you what are you asking for? what if there's like a middle-aged scruffy white girl named deuce well i mean there are a lot of like really strong female characters in the game you know that yeah, um, Deadeye is really cool. She's the weapons specialist. Um, uh, Tessa is your is basically like your your non biological sister who you grew up with. Um, you got oh, Ginny okay. who you who you pick up from a, a planet. Um, the I mean the the pirate captain of the ship is an old woman. I mean you know. Um, Avast. Other spoilers about other characters that I vaguely remember. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's free, and you should go check it out. Any questions? Um, Who did it? Who made it? Um, you know, I knew that, and now it's uh, on Newgrounds. It was published by um, X Dan Danod. Dan Owen. Danond. Yeah, Danond. Danond. X Danond. Uh, it was released in uh, June fourteenth, two thousand eleven, and it, on Newgrounds it has a um, uh, four point five rating, which is like very a really good. good rating for Newgrounds. It's got a uh, it's got a four point two on uh, Congregate. Yeah, it, it got a a daily second place uh, for the the day it was released on Newgrounds in two thousand eleven, which is the day that I played it three years ago and a custom soundtrack oh yeah the soundtrack is very um uh final fantasy-esque um the it is a custom soundtrack but it does sound very final fantasy but the music is uh pretty good it's it's not quite risk of rain good but it's great (laughs) (laughs) well uh unless there's anything else uh that you guys have to talk about uh i'm I'm actually probably gonna play this game after we leave (laughs) fanboy um well speaking of good music if you, uh, those of you on the live stream, uh, listening to our live show, um, if you listen to the recorded version, we do have background music playing during our show. Um, and this week is Adieu Winter. That's the artist. Uh, link will be in the description. So give that person a shout out. Say, hey man, or woman, I, I heard your music on the Indie Game Riot, and it's awesome. You should go tell them that. Um, if you are an indie video game musician, or a developer, or anything. I was thinking about adding, like, some more indie game, like, indie video game aspects to the show, too. Um, We'll Mm -hmm. see. Um, 
But if you're an indie game, anything, if you have anything to do with indie games that, uh, as far as like in the, the process of, of making one, um, let us know. Or if you know someone, let them know to contact us because we could feature their stuff on the show. Oh, uh, actually, do you, uh, along those, no, along those lines, along those lines, uh, one of my one of my friends that uh, that I do sword fighting about uh, was over here uh, last weekend, and they were asking, you know, hey, you do that indie game show, yeah, yeah, it's cool. Um, apparently, uh, there is a uh, independent group of people that are working on an indie game, and they are in need of a sound designer slash musician for their game. Now this one, like, there's plenty of people that I could be like, oh yeah, no, no, no go talk to, uh, go talk to Jay, go talk to so-and-so. Um, the, the problem is, they are particularly looking for someone who is either a current or former member of the military, or uh, has ties to current or former military. Because uh, they do a lot of stuff with uh, the wounded warriors, uh, for for wounded vets, and so they want to try and keep it within that military family type scenario. Huh. So if you happen to know anybody that, that fits into that mold, or are somebody that fits into that mold, please let me know. Um, remind me. Get you, remind get you guys me. I was going to say, let me know, and we will get you guys in contact. Remind me to tweet it out after the show. Okay. Because yep. I will do that. Because we uh, we got a lot of indie devs, and they might have uh, indie dev friends, or maybe we, they're in the military, we just don't know. Um, but anyway, yeah, contact us if you are involved in any way, because we could feature stuff on the show, and we're always looking for more people to feature in the show, because we love supporting you all. Now, on the, uh, on the note of support, uh, very, very soon, we're going to be starting up an Indiegogo campaign, and this is just a heads up, because uh, the, the more... Uh, what would you say activity in the beginning of the campaign the better it is for for the campaign as far as getting attention and everything like that um so be prepared for that because uh we need the support to enhance the show to make it better make it a better uh listening slash viewing experience for all of you that includes um first of all a much better website and and uh everything like that and uh better graphics and uh, it's like you know, like the motion graphics for the bumpers and uh, better equipment, so you know Rev's headset doesn't uh, go all wonky, <laughs> <laughs> and then he can actually uh, maybe play some games on a better laptop or something like that. Um, so depending, you know, it depends on how much we get supported to us and everything. The, like that. the, the priority though is is the website right. and show itself. I, I listed that in 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 the uh, rank of priority, the first one being the most, the highest priority. Um, so yeah, so be aware of that, and, and if you can, please, uh, please spread the word about that to your friends and family and uh, whoever else, you know, random people on the street. And uh, the more, the more eyes we get on the campaign, the better. And uh, hopefully, we can make an even more amazing show for you all and garner more attention for the indie game community. Definitely. Now, was, I had a question on that. Was that? We're- we keep saying it's coming up here soon. It's coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. I'm an impatient motherfucker. It's been three weeks. Yep. Uh, all, all I got to do, I mean, uh, all I got, all I really have to do is finish that that video for the introduction. Um, you should, oh. you should send me what you have, and let me touch it. <laughs> well, hey, hey man, I I have magic fingers when it comes to editing videos this just got awkward so <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll uh, i'll talk to you guys after the show but anyway okay. <clears throat> um 
on that note, this is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, for those of you who are uh, watching or listening live, or and or watching live, we do have a recorded version that's on youtubecom slash Gaming That includes background music that we mentioned, gameplay footage, and the bumpers that I also mentioned. Uh, for those of you who are watching the recorded version, we do the show live uh, every week, usually on Fridays, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, on Hitbox.tv/slash you can also keep up to date with us and, and talk to us via Twitter. Our handle is at IGR Podcast. Um, Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast as well. We have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash Indie Game Riot. Our website for the time being, before the Indiegogo campaign, uh, hopefully will support us, um, is IGRPodcast.webs.com. Um, limited functionality, but it has all the episodes. And you can also contact us on there using a contact form, or you can just email directly to joshingoutgaming at gmail.com with any comments, questions, and or suggestions for games and everything like that that you have. And just hate mail. Like, it's Josh's fault we started late, so send him a couple of emails. Be like, damn it, never nap through the... No, I'm just kidding. It's just a picture of a dick. I want to hate mail. Featuring hate mail is some of the funniest shit you can do. There you go. See, we're too. I think we're too positive to get hate mail. Like nobody, please, nobody try and prove me wrong on that. But. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. The, tech may have offended someone during one of the off. For those of you listening uh, on the recorder version, you may you may have offended someone during the uh, between segments. But anyway, we'll see. <laughs> uh, any other questions or things to say, or just general tomfoolery? Enable the evolution. Good, good, yep. good job. Definitely. Say goodbye, gentlemen. See you next have, time, guys. Have a good one, folks. Toodles. Yeah, your guys' Christopher Walken impressions are bad. I know. I'm oh, not- okay, then where's yours, Rev? Where's <clears throat> yours? <clears throat> Watch me spot on. That'd be fucking hilarious. One second. Hold on. I got it. Like, I'm swallowing whiskey. You know, I'm drinking whiskey all night. I sat down into my comfortable chair and started drinking whiskey with my friends online. I think we're yeah. all about on the same level with Christopher Walken. Yeah, Barely. no. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better in my head, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very distinct... Harry Carey. Happened? I'm not in the chat. <laughs> Indie Game Riot featuring Christopher Walken and Harry Carey. And- <laughs> I, I knew you sounded like... You sounded like someone, but it wasn't Christopher Walken. <laughs> 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 well played. <laughs> <laughs> oh.